Welcome to the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast, helping Western New York entrepreneurs take the next step in their business. If you love Western New York and entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Whether you have been in business for 20 years or 20 minutes, there is something for everyone. David Schaub interviews the top entrepreneurs in Western New York so you can take your next step in your own business. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. I appreciate you joining us as always. Um, Before I dive into today's guest, I just wanna let you guys know that, hey, if you have not signed up for our email list or our subscribers list on our website, check it out. All you have to do is go to wnyentrepreneur.com and you can uh, just click the subscribe button. And if you wanna check out our membership, members are always taken care of first. What I mean by that is, if you wanna sponsor one of our events, Good luck if you're not a member. If you want a VIP ticket to any of our events, good luck. If you want free tickets to all of our, again, all of our uh, general mission tickets to our, our normal events, you should probably become a member. It's 20 bucks a month and they're always taken care of first. And for those who are a member, thank you so much for being on this journey with us. We just appreciate you and uh, we hope you feel taken care of. So anyways, let's dive into today's guest. Uh, Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me on your show. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. It was really great meeting you. I would say almost a month ago because we're booked. Yeah, it was like a month ago. Yeah, four or five uh, weeks ago. But um, so we have Brandon Wilson. Uh, Brandon, um, for those who don't know, like your background, who you are, someone introduced us, which was really cool. Tell us your company, which is Brandon Wilson Creative. If I'm yes, saying that correctly, you got it. Yep. And tell us really your journey of entrepreneurship, what you do, and how uh, to where you are today, if you don't mind. Yeah, it's probably a short story. Um, so I'm a designer, right? And I, my focus is in the digital space. I've been a creative person my whole life. And I, man, it wasn't until I started working at an, a local agency here in Buffalo that I really started to connect and learn a lot from just meeting all these different business owners in Buffalo. And obviously they came in for like logos and brand identity and websites and all the stuff that I would work on. But I really fell in love with just like the client side. I loved meeting people. You never knew who came through the door with a really cool idea. And I just, I don't know, over time, I think in the back of my head, I kind of got a little jealous that these people are doing something that they want to do. And it's their like, you only have one chance to do this stuff. So it's like, you can either be, you can work for someone or you could work for yourself. And I don't know, after years and years and years of working for people and then meeting people that are running their own business, I just, you know, it's like, man, I, I think I could, I think I can do this on my own. It'll be a lot of learning as a creative person. I don't, we don't get much training. We don't get business classes. <laughs> we just kind of learn our craft and then go out in the wild and learn. So Today, here I am, like on my own, and I'm learning everything. I'm learning through mistakes, through wins, and all that stuff. So, but yeah, that's that's why I'm I'm doing this right now. That's why I created Brandon Wilson Creative. Not the most creative name, mm-hmm. but it's because I just want people to know my name. You well, know? you know, one thing I've realized too, at least in you know today's world, I feel like people are trusting more of the person versus like a a logo. Right or a billboard with just saying, "Hey, we're great at customer service. Call ABC Roofing." Right when there's a name attached to it, it almost to me it seems like okay, this person's willing to put their name, especially their last name, out on the limb or their, um, you know, their what's the word I'm trying to think of here? Like they're just like willing to put their name or stamp on it because you you know even if you even if your business isn't there anymore, your name is still there. Oh <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? no, I get that, and 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 
being a creative person, it's it's hard for somebody to trust a creative person because you just don't know what you're going to get. A lot of the stuff that we make as designers is subjective, right? You, it could be amazing to somebody and then somebody else might think it looks lame, right? They hate the color, they hate the look, whatever. Um, but the, the, the thing is, is that when when you work with like an agency or a team that you don't, you might meet like the project owner, I'm sorry, the project manager or the account manager. You're not really meeting the people who are actually going to touch your assets. People who are really going to craft the thing that they need. Like it's a website. And I like the idea of just removing the middle people, the business people. I'll put the business camp on because I'm, I'm here in front of the business owner talking about the problem. What are we going to do together? What can I do? I am here to help. I'm passionate. I'm talented. Mm-hmm. And I really want the best for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it's just me. I'm going to be the guy who's going to go and do the work. I might outsource it to like a developer or mm-hmm. a copywriter. But overall, the art direction and the production, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was just for me where I was in my, my I guess, place in, in my career. But I just wanted to let the know, let the person know that the person that you're talking to right now is the person who's going to do the work. And it's not like I'm going to go and hand it off to somebody else. I think that's that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I think... You want to, you want the person that you're talking to and you're like sharing like not secrets, but like behind the scenes about your process and what you're trying to do. And then like, thank you. And then they go and hand it off to somebody else. It's like, there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there. I, I know. And it's not going to help the project. So I think it's, it's better, at least for me, the way I work, I have my process and I just build like that rapport and I truly, truly want to help the person that's talking to me. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's why I... I do it, and that's why I put my name on the business because it's just like Brandon Wilson. I don't know how many Brandon Wilsons are designers in Buffalo, but I hope it's easy to remember and they, they kind of know. Is. I think it's kind of a catchy name. It almost sounds like a like a pop singer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Brandon Wilson, yeah. <laughs> Sing with us, Brandon. But, hey, man, I, I know one thing I really noticed about you is that you were a huge, like, I guess I use the word fanatic for, for branding. So mm-hmm. I, when people hear branding or, the, or a brand, there's a lot of different loops we can go through. There's a lot of different things we can go. So in your opinion... Brandon, what is a brand and why should businesses even care? Oh, that, yeah. That, so it's funny because I think today, more than ever, everybody's getting comfortable with the idea of self-branding. So I think we're talking about the word branding in general more than ever before, and which is great. And with that, a lot of people just don't know a lot about what comes with it. So obviously, there's the visual side of a brand, right? Logos, colors, you know, the song that plays when the logo shows up at the end of your commercial and all that stuff. Like these are all the things that are like the visual and audio part of your of your brand, which is great. One of the things I think a lot of people forget though is that your brand is actually something that you share with your audience. So it's like a reputation, right? I've, I've, I've also heard that like your brand is like the gut feeling that someone has when they hear or see your brand, right? So if I say like Star Wars, right? Maybe you're not a Star Wars fan and you're like, okay, nerdy stuff. That's like geeky stuff. That's like whatever. But to me, I, where do I even start with? Is it the logo? Is it the sound of a lightsaber? Is it the fans who cry at the end of like, you know, like the last Star Wars movie? And and we've seen like with Disney when they first got the Star Wars brand, they they started making these movies and some fans were about it and some fans weren't. The reason why I bring this up is because Disney learned real quick that they have to share this brand with the fans. Because if you don't have the fans and nobody's buying it or sharing it and talking about it and praising it and wearing the costumes or whatever, then then it's not really there and it's just yours. And it's like, well, what are you going to do with a, a logo and a website and nobody cares about? So 
my big thing is is that for business owners and designers and everybody in marketing is to understand that there's two sides of a brand those who create it and curate it right coming up with the logo and all that stuff and the colors but there's also the people hey that's a really good customer service experience hey you know whatever and they go around sharing and telling people and promoting it like if you really like something you're probably going to tell somebody especially somebody that probably could benefit from it right so to me it's very important to understand that you're you share your brand with your audience or your target customer mm-hmm. so that's just where i am and so that's why when i when i approach business owners or when we work together i just make sure that we understand that mm-hmm. like I really want you to have this, but we also are doing this for these people, right, in the market. So what can we do? It's theirs. Mm-hmm. It's their, You're giving them the solution, so let's let's share it together. So mm-hmm. I'm just really big on customer service, mm-hmm. trying to avoid hacks. A lot of people try to hack things and like, oh, mm-hmm. just whatever. Like, that's not really going to work. Let's, let's really try to help these people. Yeah. So when I think of like, okay, we built this brand. So to me, I, I, I'll make a joke. I remember, I forgot where I got this from, but someone says, hey, you build a website, but it's almost like a billboard in the middle of the desert if no one visits it or sees it. So I feel like where my brain always goes is, okay, even if we build an amazing brand, and I, tell me if I'm wrong, but I have a question that, that follows up with this. So for me, when I'm like, okay, we have a brand, we have a cool logo, we have like this vision. What is the best way to share it? How do we do this? And another way to ask this, Brandon, is mm. like, what can businesses do to stand out from their competition? Because there's so much competition. Today. Oh man, that is. I mean, that, there's no answer to that, right? Mm-hmm. Every every time you, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. The day is different. The market's different. The competition's different. Everybody has their own internal way of doing things. Um, the one thing I think the easiest thing is to pretend that all right, you have your ideal customer in front of you. And you know you have your 30-second elevator pitch. You know exactly what to say. You say it all the time. But what if somebody sitting right next to you did the same thing, offered the same, everything was pretty much the same? Mm -hmm. What can you tell me that makes you different from the person sitting next to you, right? So, I mean, we see this all the time, Nike, Reebok, right? Uh, McDonald's, Burger King. Pretty much offering the same thing, but there are differences. What are those differences, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think... I think that is the key is to say, what is it that really makes us different? Is it our customer service? Is it our warranties? Is it, is it our onboarding process? Is it how long it takes us to do it versus our competition? Once you can identify what truly makes you different from somebody else, I think you own it. And then you just look at your personality, right? Do you do it in a fun way? Do you do it in a serious way? Is there emotion attached to this? Or is it very sterile? And then those things help the designer, somebody like me, go into a room and come out with a couple ideas of where we could take this. So that's just kind of how I see, you know. And then some people need a wow factor. Some people don't. Like, I'm a big believer that there's too many people automating things and they're just looking at the trends and just kind of like, okay, we need a website. We need SEO. We need to do like an email capture. We need to put a pop-up on these things. Like, yes, I mean, those probably will help. Not all the time. But if you really, really stopped and made something really awesome that really articulated why you're different, you'll wow them. And they're like, man, that is so, I understand exactly what they're telling me. And that's it, the wow factor. And it's really hard to get that wow factor. And it doesn't have to be like, like I don't know, I watch too many movies. It doesn't have to be fireworks or something. But yeah, like, it doesn't have to be like, yeah. wow, Avengers was amazing. Because you could have a very good, simple indie movie that has a wow factor. It's just like, what is the thing that somebody goes, man, that is... I understand exactly what you're saying, and then and I want it. Yeah, because I know so many people go like, "Well, I have uh, 
in fact, let me just turn it over to our audience, to you. I'm talking to you. So for you, what did Brandon just say that kind of, <clears throat> like me, I was thinking, okay, what makes these, what makes this business different from this business? So you might be like, well, Dave, I'm just like a heating cooling. Like I don't, I'm not going to fireworks go off in someone's house when we arrived to let them know that we're there. Like how do we make it different? But he makes a good point. McDonald's, Burger King, right? Like, uh, like uh, Domino's and Little Caesars Pizza, right? Like what okay. makes them different, unique? So what in your business can you brand that makes yours different? And I, one thing I can't stand, Brandon, is like, not, not stand, I'm sorry. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I hear it all over. Well, our customer service. Everyone says that. So we got to be more, way more specific But what does that mean, that? though? Because yeah. if I go on your Facebook and I see people asking questions and you're not answering, what is your customer service? Is it me calling on the phone and Sally picks up and, and like tells me to hold and then takes my you know my appointment? When I'm saying like customer service, it's when somebody has an issue or doesn't understand what to do and they're asking you. There's many ways somebody could do that. They could email you. They mm-hmm. could go on your Facebook. They could go on LinkedIn. They could call you up. They could go to your office. How are you handling that exchange? Well, you know that, that's such a good point. Like so, like, well, how do I brand customer service? How many people can relate to? Problem A, B, or C. Let me give you an example. I'll, I'll use the heating, cooling, uh, HVAC. Even though I don't own that, it's something I feel like we completely wrong. But I'm sitting here going, how many people call and they don't show up or they don't answer? Um, or they feel like they have to get six days when they have a problem now. My AC broke. It's 95 degrees outside. Maybe instead of branding your logo and say, we've been around for 25 years and we have the best technicians. Bah, no one cares. Everyone's seen that. So instead of that, it's like answering a, maybe a quick 30-second thing of a lady calling going, Oh, we can get to you in like 48, you know, in, in three or four days. And she calls, picks up the phone. Hey, we can get you right in today. Um, we'll, we'll arrive at this time and we'll have this. And it just shows it. I think, am I, am I on the right track here, Brandon? No, you're absolutely right. No, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. That is exactly the thing. Because like, like, dude, what you just said, I it like it, it kind of is why I do what I do. When I sit down with somebody, I'm like, hey, you know, give me three reasons. Um, or give me three descriptions about your business. Just Just explain it to me. And they always say kind of like the most generic things. And that's fine. Like, that's okay. It's hard to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, we, we have, we're, we're the best at this. That's subjective. Mm-hmm. I actually snooped around and I looked at your Facebook and your, your LinkedIn and mm-hmm. I saw how your people are kind of saying things. Like, I saw your 3.5 out of 5 rating and stuff. Like, clearly you're not the best. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk about that. Like, let's learn more about what makes you different. And, and then I think after, like, if I ask that question early, though, mm-hmm. like, I, people just say the more ge- uh, generic things. But I think if after my series of questions in our discovery call, when I first meet them, I kind of get them thinking the way I'm thinking. And then it's easier for them to answer those questions later on. I just don't want to hear generic stuff. We're the best. Hi, my name is Laura Bernadoni, and I've been helping businesses with their payroll and HR needs for over 20 years. Paychex makes it simple for businesses of all sizes to pay and manage their employees. We handle their benefits programs. We guide them through human resource challenges. We keep them up to date with ever-changing laws and regulations, and we do it all in the way our customers want. Online or mobile, over the phone, in person, or a combination of the above. At Paychex, we work the way you want to work. To learn more, contact me at 716 308 Three four seven four. Thank you. 
Yeah, and actually that leads me to my next question, Brand. Like, I think this is really good because some people I know is more conservative, where I'm like more aggressive. I'm like, hey, like let's be loud, like let's be creative, yeah, love it. Yeah. let's go for it, right? Where yeah. some people are like, I don't, you know, I'm more relaxed. High risk, high reward. It's, I mean, yeah, I get it, but there's also, uh, you know, high risk, uh, you know, high failure rate, right? Whatever. So my point is, how do you balance? Like, how does a business owner here in Western New York balance risk and efficiencies when dealing with these creatives? Like. Like, yep. you know, branding and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, I think you get what you pay for. So that's kind of like a rule I think anybody can relate to, even in your own business. Like, I think we all understand, like, eh, I kind of got what I paid for. Um, yes, there's a lot of people out there who can say they can do what, you know, anybody can say they do logos or websites. And there are a lot of people who say it. And they, they some of them can, some of them can't. Um, I think when it comes to risk versus efficiencies is... One, understand your budget, understand your timeline, right? If you have all the time and you actually have some extra cash, you have the opportunity to do something that may not work, opposed to somebody who's desperate, right? And they're like, what am I going to do? So it's like either, and then again, you got to have the conversation. Do we go for it or do we play it safe and hope that we get out of this? You know, so like I, like I, and I don't want to get controversial, but like when you looked at Nike with the Kaepernick thing, at first I was like, why did they do this? Why would they do this? And now I look back at them and says, wow, that really differentiated them from anyone else that makes sneakers, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. So that was a big risk. They did lose money. I know there's a lot of people that got upset, but they also got trust for people probably for life for that thing Mm -hmm. like that. And that was a conversation they had to have. Um, So on a smaller scale, like if we're looking at Western New York and you're a local business, what are some things you could do? I mean... You could play it safe with your website. You could go to Wix. You could pick a template and all that stuff. But I'm sure other people have done that too. Mm-hmm. So you just look like everybody else. And maybe that template isn't really made for your business. So people, it's a clunky experience to kind of buy or learn or contact. So maybe you need to spend the extra money and get somebody crafting a proper user experience from beginning to end from how do they find us, learn about us, engage with us and then purchase or sign up or whatever like that i think is where it's a little bit riskier because you're 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 not just going the safe route of using wix with a template or squarespace with a template mm-hmm. that's for like 100 bucks a year mm-hmm. you might have to spend 10 30 100,000 dollars mm-hmm. getting this stuff figured out depending on you know the scale of the project and all stuff but i think that's what people have to have that conversation is is just what is really important here is and is this helping the cust- our customer is this a disservice that we just went the cheap route with the website? I mean, it works and it's showing up on Google and all this stuff, but like, are your conversions working? You know, are people really engaging? Are they coming back? What's the mobile experience? So I think all the, and it's, it's tough in the digital space. There's a lot of touch points that people can have with your business nowadays, but uh, like, I think a website is a pretty easy one that a lot of people understand. It's a great marketing tool. Just don't go too cheap. I understand it's not, especially when you're starting on a business, you only have so much money. Um, but, you know, you really should be trying to look for ways to create something that really makes you different from your competition. Mm-hmm. And how do you really stand out and make an awesome experience? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be only customer uh, uh, customer service. Mm-hmm. That should always be good. But just the first time somebody learns about you, don't let them get confused. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it costs money. It, it does. And it's time. It does. And- Actually, I, you kind of answered the, I was, uh, my brain. I was thinking what I wanted to ask you next was, so there's two different peoples on the spectrum, I'm guessing, the listener-wise, right? I mean, in fact, you know, I don't. they probably fall on three different really more scales. One is brand new. They're like thinking about, okay, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just starting, right? I'm just starting. I don't really have much money. I'm just starting. 
um, or they have enough from their other business fueling things that we do. So when I started this much like entrepreneur, I had money coming in from different business endeavors. So that helped, right? So I can have take the long approach. And then the second one is someone that's like, okay, I got my first couple employees, I'm getting going, then I'm scaling. Now this is really having legs behind it. I think it's a good time now to really redo our logo or website because it's kind of cheap or it's not there. And then you have the person that goes, hey, we are full-blown scale. Now we're just, you know, what's the next step for us to really take that? So I know there's three, I really wanted to do two, but I really think there's three. So for me, when I started my business, I just bought a theme. I spent a hundred bucks with this guy on Upwork. I'm from India, nicest guy yep. in the world, and I got a website going, right? And I did, I did some hosting from GoDaddy. Whether it glitches, whether there's links that didn't work, absolutely. Yeah. But that that's just something I wanted to get started. I want to see a proof of concept first. Then I spent thousands of dollars on our website, and it's right. not even perfect. We spent thousands of dollars. Spent a th- spent like fourteen hundred dollars a year just on hosting and a couple plugins. Okay. You know, and now. Now we're taking, you know, so anyways, what are your thoughts on those three people that are just starting middle range and obviously are, are a bigger platform? What what are things that you see from your experience of working with so many different types of companies? I'm sure you've seen all three. What do you want to tell them? Like, stop doing this or start doing this or, hey, don't forget when you go to this next step, you have to take care of this. Like, oh, spend the money here now. Like, what are your what are your thoughts? Oh, sure. Obviously, a lot. I'm sorry. no. And like, obviously, like, when, especially when we're talking about like your brand identity, like what you actually look like. Right. What you sound like, what you feel like, all that stuff. You should you should always be driving to make sure that that is ideal. And if you don't know what that stuff is like, I get it. That's why you kind of talk to people like me or, you know, whatever, like other business owners can give you those tips. But um, the big thing is, is be very, very careful, especially if you already have this business and you already have uh, like an audience and customer base to even if you know that your logo is kind of inferior, a lot of people know that logo. So it's very dangerous to refresh your logo. And I'll warn people right now that there are creative people out there who don't care. They just want the money. I'm one of those people that's like, hold on a second. Why do we want to change that logo? Yes, this is not the best looking logo. But it means a lot to a lot of people. Look at uh, the Dollar General logo or look at the Craigslist logo. These are not premium brands. And they have all the money really to kind of go for it. They don't need to. Why would they? Because if they do, it might ruin it. We've seen this with Gap. They changed their logo for no reason. And they had to roll back to it, you know. So uh, I, I, I try to make sure that people understand that you just can't go in and just because like, all right, we're doing good. Let's we got money. Let's let's refresh our brand. And like, well, hold on a second. Let's slow down. Maybe we can update your logo and refresh it and not just make a whole new one and stuff like that. But um, definitely, definitely, definitely be careful when touching your brand. If you're brand new and you have nobody, well, then you have a little bit more luxury because nobody really knows it anyway. So that's okay. But I mean, people would take a lot. Like I brought up Nike earlier. If somebody, if they change their logo, there are going to be people who are going to be mad. That logo means so much. And it's just a swoosh. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people love that logo. So many people, it means so much to them. And if you were to change that, I mean, that's... Well, it's kind of like a jersey. I bought a jersey and then all of a sudden, six months new later, logo they totally the updated new, fo- new, you know, new colors, everything. You're like, well, now mine's outdated. Yeah, you so know? that too. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, there's... yeah. That could happen. Yeah. yeah, that could happen, and that's frustrating for people. Um, I mean, one of the things that I think also I think that might help people. There's this thing we like to call them style guides, and it really is just like a rule book for your brand, and it can scale with you. So let's say, all right, for if you're new, 
and you're like, I got a logo. Uh, I've got a photo of me and maybe like a photo of something else and that's it. Um, but I need a website, I need marketing material. I need to do all these things. Okay, so you're going to find a team or you're going to you know, make a team internal or something like that. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to make a document that shows you, here's your logo. Here's all the versions of your logo for all the different use cases, right? Because like the... On your on social media, it's always a circle, like um like your avatar, that image. Like, does your logo fit in a small little circle on a mobile phone? Make sure it does. Um, and if you're gonna make, if you know that you're gonna make billboards, like we see um, locally, we'll see like Geico has. Well, maybe Geico's a big brand, but um, Delta Sonic, right? Like Delta Sonic knows that their logo is gonna look like that on a billboard. So it's just understanding like the use cases and all that stuff of, of your assets. But, but yeah, you need to understand what are my colors? What is the font that I'm using? What is the hierarchy? We call it typography for the, for the fonts that are being used. Um, and just kind of putting together this, this guide. So that way, if you're new, it'll scale with you. It'll grow with you. You onboard people, you can hand it off to them, say, Hey, here's our colors and all this stuff. So next time you make a post on Facebook or in a newsletter, it all looks like us. Right. Um, and if you're if you've been around for a while and you're kind of a mess, you're like, how do we clean up? Like we've been kind of rocking and rolling for like 20 years, but we've never really cleaned up our act internally. And we spent a lot of time guessing what would work and all that stuff. How do I automate that? You know, and and with you know, and we talked about the wow factor and all that stuff. And like, how do I engage people and get people to stop? And it's like, well, that's really cool. But I think if you have these rules, designers love that. You would think that we wouldn't, but we actually do. Give us the rules, the walls to the room, and we'll play in there very well and we'll be awesome, but we just need to know those things. So I think that having some kind of guide or documentation of your brand, I think will help you moving forward, be it new or, or old or whatever. Yeah, this is what we stand for. This is what we are. This is what we're not. And then, yeah. but you know, <laughs> believe it or not, we're like almost out of time. So oh, yeah. I have like one more question. Mm. In fact, if you don't like this question, totally ask yourself a question that you want to ask and then just answer. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So sure. my question is, again, again, in a, f a few minutes, um, what do you want to shout out to the, to the business world locally here? Like, hey, I really want you to stop doing this or start doing this or, hey, you're really missing the boat on here. I know we're speaking in generalities here. There's 1.3 million people in the Buffalo stratosphere here. But I'm just sitting here going, like, sometimes you're like, ah, oh, I see this so much. Like, can we just stop thinking this way? It's just too old school. Or or a new score. You people think it's about this, it's not. And again, that's a horrible question for you to answer or that's not what you want to answer. Ask a question and answer it. No, it's it's man, I mean, you're asking you're asking a local designer mm -hmm. to critique Western New York, a, mm -hmm. an area that I want to help. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is the job. Mm -hmm. It's 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 kind of hard to go in and sit down with a business owner and say they got an ugly kid. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, nobody wants to do that. So you got to be very careful. It's like, hey, listen, I just want to give you the facts. Um, I want people, especially if you're a legacy brand in Buffalo, and I've worked with some, I won't name any, but it drives me bonkers how they just have this attachment to what they've had. And they think that it worked and like, yeah, but the world has changed. The world has changed so much in like two years. Mm -hmm. Let's go back 10 years, 20 years. So I'm saying right now that there are some brands out there that I think they need to kind of let go and evolve it's okay again i warned you like if you just go and change your logo on this you might confuse people and they might have issues with it have a smart conversation with a marketing team mm -hmm. of what you can and cannot do but there are a lot of businesses in the area that i think you could do better mm -hmm. and i think you just need to kind of let go and it's okay we see a lot of brands 
refresh themselves and they look great. And I just think, is this, I feel like you're doing a service to your target audience in 2021, because that's when we're recording this, um, that you're just saying, hey, listen, we've been around for like 30 years. And we looked great for thirty years like thirty years ago. We looked the part for thirty from thirty years ago, but now today, what do we gotta do? And a lot of people are going through a digital transformation, getting themselves online. And just making sure that that legacy brand can convert and work on social media, you know, on YouTube, on whatever, anything, just like your website, a mobile phone, like your logo. Look at your logo. Now look at your mobile phone. Look in the upper left corner where the logo usually goes. Can they read it? Does it look stupid or does it look professional? You know, so it's just just having that honest conversation is like you might have to touch some things you've never touched before and it might make you feel uncomfortable. And that's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. I think business owners know this. Mm -hmm. That's why they do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something nobody's ever done before. That's why I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be stressful. But same thing happens with your brand. So you just got (laughs) to... You just got to have a very intelligent, careful conversation with people and just watch for those who are just looking for the money. Yeah, and I and I love. It. I, I want to talk about this even more. Unfortunately, out of time, um, you know, one thing, I, last thing I'll say is, you know, what you're saying, you know, it reminds me of Domino's. Remember when they admitted they were going? Wrong? I love that campaign. Dude, every, I love it too. And I, I never ordered Domino's, so maybe they get my business out because I live in Buffalo, and Buffalo is the best pizza in my opinion. But I'm sitting here going, we messed up. We've done wrong. And they even show up. Sauce tastes like ketchup. Yeah. Like, when they showed all the reviews, we've done wrong. We are getting, that's it. We, and then they brought a whole new team in. You can tell that. That's creative. Oh, it was creative. It was authentic. Yeah. That was good. And never, they didn't change their logo. You know, if anything, they might refresh it, but it's the same logo. And I'm like, that was genius. You admitted you were wrong. It was authentic. It was, it was okay to be imperfect. It's okay not to have it all together. But we're doing something like people gravitated and it totally saved them. And I'm like, and I sit there and go, Pizza Hut hasn't done that. They've done the same thing for their – that's why they're – well, Buffalo, yeah. but they've really gone out. Yeah. You know, I notice a lot of those people aren't willing to do that. Blockbuster, you know, I'm talking about all these things, and I'm like, man, they had such – anyways, I'll stop there. So I'm with so I'm you going on a rant. I know I'm you're with, with you me because it's so funny when you're talking about, like, the, the companies that you didn't want to name. You look out the window as if they were going to pop out, right? Like, I, I, I did. know Brandon – it was funny. Get them. <laughs> right. Hey, Brandon, for those who just connect with you, they're like, yeah. hey, man, I love where you're going with this. I need to fix this, or I'd love to pick your brain or have that, that using your words, the intelligent conversation of yeah. like doing that. How, what's the best way for people to reach you, man? You can put for, out whatever information you want. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm definitely putting myself out there. I'm not on a mountain my own. Um, but Brandon Wilson creative is the name of my, my business. Um, I'm on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. literally type Brandon Wilson creative, uh, you will find me. I'm from Buffalo. I live in Buffalo. I've worked with Buffalo brands. Um, yeah. And you can go to my website, brandonwilsoncreative.com. I also have a podcast, not much the same, but like I, as a creative person, I work with a developer and a project manager and we love video games, movies, and TV shows. And we like to talk about the production mm-hmm. just because of our skill set. So we have a podcast called the, the nomads of fantasy. And it, I think it's an intelligent conversation about the production that goes into the things that we love and it's that's all we really try to do with that one so but yeah other than that i mean i'm i'm always down to talk and meet with people i think that's why like we connected because i could tell you just you're an extrovert like me and we love to kind of talk and meet intelligent people and have intelligent conversations so yep that's it brandon wilson creative just look for me (laughs) yeah man awesome so make sure we got the name out there and the word out there so that way if people want to contact you they actually have they have the ability to do so Hey man, I know you're really busy. I know you have a family. You know, life is crazy. So I just really appreciate your time. 
Yeah. Thank, well, thanks. We also did this early in the morning, so it wasn't it wasn't even an issue. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. If you loved listening to the Western New York Entrepreneurs Podcast and want more, subscribe to it and head on over to WNYEntrepreneur.com for articles, what's coming up next, and to get involved. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.